Welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. Here we will deepen your understanding of human and spiritual integration so you can live the life of peace and fulfillment God has for you. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. I hold a degree in theology and am a licensed professional clinical counselor and certified trauma therapist. Join me weekly for practical applications of the spiritual life. No part of this audio is to be used as mental health treatment or clinical advice. Please see a licensed mental health professional for personal consultation. Hi, and welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez, joined with my co-host, Father David Tickerhoof. And just to let you know, our books are available on Amazon, Evangelizing Catholic Culture by Father David, and More Than Words, The Freedom to Thrive After Trauma, and Fearless Abundant Life Through Infinite Love by myself. And those are available for you. Also, for parish healing missions, for human and spiritual integration workshops, or to let us know topics you might like to hear a podcast on. Connect with us by way of our website, sacredhearthealingministries.com. Thank you so much, Father David, for being here again today. Oh, you're welcome. It's a joy. It's a joy to have these discussions with you, Margaret. Yeah. Today's is a big one. Something- oh, yeah. It's a term we, we that gets thrown around a lot, and it's worth beating up. So, death to self. What does that mean to die to death to die self. to ourselves? I, I mean, let me start you off with a scripture here. This is John twelve twenty four. You find the right translation. Truly, truly, I say to you, this is the Lord speaking, right? Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies. It remains alone, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. So what does it mean to, to what is that? What is that even talking about? What's it talking about dying? And what does it mean to die to ourselves? And, you know, die to yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Yeah. There are a lot of scriptures that come to mind, right? So what is death to self? Well, if, you, if you're planning in the springtime or coming into the springtime and you want to plant some grass, or there's some weeds or some things in your, your yard, and you're going to throw the the grass seed on there. And what you're going to find out is some of them really uh, t- germinate and th- they catches and, and they start to grow and others just die and they don't go anywhere. So death in and of, a, death in and of itself, <clears throat> apart from the power to grow and germinate and bear fruit, isn't isn't helpful. And, and death of that kind of suffering that's not connected to the power and the glory and the love of the pierced heart of Christ, the person of Jesus, that's not connected to to grace. Suffering just because it's uh, it's painful and I have to go through it. If it's not connected to the spiritual dimension of transformation, it doesn't bear fruit. So death the self. It can even lead people to be bitter, right? Yeah, oh, oh, Even, it right? can cause bitterness and oh, yeah, a lot of negative things. And, yeah. yeah, all kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so the death of self is we we are connected through our baptism in water to the death and resurrection of Jesus. That's called the Paschal Mystery. That's the season we're coming up into at the present time, Holy Week. Okay, you're connected to the source of power, wisdom, and grace. And so then there has to be a choice or a decision 
that I'm going to cooperate with that. And you make a decision to, to die to self, to go through that process of transformation that's going to enable us to come to a, a deeper and deeper appreciation of the fruitfulness and the the uh, the transformation of living the Christ life, the new man and woman in Christ. It's to, in order to come to that, there has to be a death to the old self, the self of selfish, selfishness and sin, the self of just being me old grumpy self, the self of who I am. And when I when I consent to that through the grace of the Holy Spirit, there's a change, a transformation, a newness that comes into us. And we pass from the old self of sin and death into the new self of being in union with Jesus Christ. That's great. You know, that's great. You know, it, it makes me think about is our podcast that would have that will air would have aired last week by the time this one's air, airs. And that one was on how to suffer. So it's actually taking a look at that notion of death, of dying as as an active thing instead of a passive thing, right? Yes, it's right. It's dying instead of being killed, right? Our consent. Right? Yeah, it's our, yeah, our, our choice. active participation yeah. in that. And particularly, like as you're saying, to stay connected to the Lord in that in that suffering, right? So right. in that pain to suffer, um, as an, as an active, our, our active conscious participation, how we endure the, the pain in a way where it's, um, it's intentional, it's conscious and it's intentional yeah. and it's staying, um, connected to the Lord by considering how he's gone through like things and embracing that and that in the in the embracing that knowing that he's one with us and then experiencing the intimacy and right. operating out of that power right there's a union uh, and that comes from water baptism the sac the baptism when we are baptized into Christ Jesus we are baptized into his death and his resurrection and just as Jesus went through death and came into his resurrection we go through the de death the sin to selfishness and we we embrace the gift of the cross, the power of the cross, and that brings a a whole new understanding of our union, our union with God, our call to holiness, our union with our brothers and sisters, and that the death to self is central to coming into the new life, the new man and woman in Christ, uh, living the gospel, having the power to live the gospel, the grace to live the gospel, to experience that in baptism we received an, an intimate presence of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Theology calls that the divine indwelling. Nice. And it's in that we're plugged, and then we go into the process of dying with Christ and then rising with him. I love that. I love that. It was at mass the other day. I was kneeling there just before mass. And this was yesterday. No, this was yesterday. This was at communion yesterday. And I heard the Lord say in my heart said, how are you planning to die today? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Did you, did you come back thinking, and say, well, Lord, how are you planning for me to die? today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. are, are you planning for me to die today? <laughs> Do we really have to talk about that? <laughs> no, you know me. I'm ready to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it just made me 
think about the planning to die, right? Like the, in these ways of death to self, like, um, as opposed to we, I go through my day with my agenda and however something inserts itself into my agenda or gets in the way of my agenda. Uh, okay. Now I'm required to die. But instead of that planning to die, right? How are you planning to die? I think it's easy for us to say to each other, hey, what are you doing today? And it's like, oh, I got this great thing going and this great thing going. And this is going to be a lot of fun. And this is yeah. going to be pleasant or pleasurable or whatever, you know, kind of how we're thinking right. about it. Instead of like, I, I kind of took what the Lord was saying was like, how are you planning to die today? I was like, how are you planning to serve? How are you planning to be a conduit of grace? Yeah. How are you planning to, <clears throat> to go through your day in such a way that that you bear fruit not necessarily by the accomplishment of what's on your to-do list but by letting my my spirit and my grace flow through you by right. remaining connected to me yeah as i'm making choices and decisions to to take in that grace that i receive through baptism but is with me continually in the process of my union with Christ Jesus crucified the power of Christ Jesus crucified that's the grace that's working in me all the time so when i make the choices to serve somebody and i go take care go down to downtown and work on the food service line for the the homeless people that's all actions that are bringing about and processing the deepening of the death and resurrection of Jesus, the life of grace. And I become more and more Christ's life when I embrace that consciously and make those choices. And uh, maybe I have to get an operation or something, you know, and then, and, uh, recently I had, uh, uh, you know, a car accident and, and i really felt the, the pain of it in my chest and my stomach and everything else. And so now I can either bemoan that and go just to the hospital to get a, a help or an assessment. But when I choose to do that in union with Jesus, it becomes a transforming gift of union and love and intimacy so that I advance in maturity in the spiritual life because I am cooperating and choosing with Jesus the death is I offer my love and my heart and myself to the father as Jesus did. Yeah. I'm just thinking about like, I remember how much you talked about the the fellow who drove the wrecker and how much he, he was the way he, he, it sounds like he was so helpful to you. That was, that was dying, right? Each one of those steps, like he responded, he got you a rental car, he got you a hotel. I mean, that's my good Georgia people. I'm giving a shout out to because you yeah, know exactly. and it was outside of Atlanta. <clears throat> but that's yeah. a he didn't have to go find a find some special volunteer work to do. Yeah. It was just the way he embraced what was presented to him. Yeah. It, he even said to me, he said, you know, he says, uh, you know, you 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 you're not gonna make the trip tonight. So he says, but don't stay in this area because this is not a safe area. Mm -hmm. He said, So you need to go someplace where you're gonna be safe. And I mean, giving that, then he, then he goes down with his machine and he brings up the, the, the car that that's been, the front was smashed in and, and they, and then they all to help unload the car and put it in a yeah. rented car. And then they send me on my way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Th that's all part of the process. I mean, there's brothers and sisters, brothers there, there was no sisters at the wrecking plane. The, the secretary was a bit, 
It was the whole thing about the, uh, you know, uh, the, the gift, the action, the help, the kindness, the advice, the extending themselves that really, in a sense, was a part of the process of the death to self. Yeah, exactly. It's going that extra mile. No pun intended. Going the extra mile. Yeah. No pun intended. Since <laughs> it's the record guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's it's doing that above and beyond the call of duty. Yeah. You know? Doing to others what you would have them do to yourself. What do to you, you know? Yeah. So think about those, you know, the same way. Okay. What does death lead to? Just as you're talking about in water baptism. What we know after death the pattern is resurrection, right? That's what comes. And, and I find the same comes, right? Doesn't it? Even on the, yeah. in the day to day, when we do those things, there's a, oh yeah, <clears throat> there's a beauty of the, um, knowing that we've ministered to someone the way the Lord would have us minister. Exactly. To. Yeah. The gift that that is the, even on, you don't, even on a biological level, it releases oxytocin within our bodies when, when, even if you, okay, so let me break down the biology of this a little bit. So oxytocin is one of the feel good hormones. If you and I are walking down the street and there's a lady walking in front of us, maybe she's, you know, she's on up a ways, maybe 30 yards or something. And she drops her bag, the things spill out. And then someone comes and helps her pick those things up. And we're witnessing that the lady herself gets oxytocin released in her body the person who helps her has, has oxytocin released in their body. And then we, as even witnessing a kind act, oxytocin is released in our bodies. So even wow. on a biological level, the Lord has wired us for, um, to, to want to do good and to help it's within our nature. He's, he's, he's made us for that. It's re oh, we're rewarded yeah. even on a biological level when right. we cooperate with grace and are instruments of grace to each other so that's beautiful isn't it i think it's really beautiful he's going come on this feels good like here mm -hmm. come on just move in this direction see how this feels when this happens like you know so then and, the death the self is in everything we do yeah everything even Absolutely. the good things and the joyful things because we're mm -hmm. constantly in a servant mode yeah in a mercy mode and then when there's pain and suffering in a compassionate mode, mm -hmm. and that's a connection we have with others. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I think that's where, you know, as Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I think that's Beautiful. why, right? It's not, it's not some distant time or right. some distant place. Yeah. Like it's present. It's something it's, we're going to have to work to get to. We're right. already it's later. There. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's not for later. It's for now. If we're, if we're living in that, if we're doing the, the daily dying, then there's that daily, the kingdom of heaven is yeah. at hand. And then it makes me think for, you know, I'm sorry, we're going to say something. Oh, it's, it's the process, part of the process that goes on. There's an emotional component and a spiritual experience component, but there's a, a mental component of putting on the mind of Christ. It's a transfer way of thinking that then we become natural naturally supernatural mm. as we do these <laughs> nice. acts of mercy and the and the, and the automatically the dying of jesus is going on in us and the rising of jesus is coming forth and that's a beautiful thing that's that's at the heart of the notion of christian transformation right yeah 
And then think about St. Francis of Assisi saying, when we do these things, the second death will do us no harm. Right? Yeah, second right. death. So he's talking about that final death, right? Yeah, that's the in Book of Revelations. From... Yeah, the, the, the second death. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, like Francis, to bring up Francis, when he went through different stages of conversion, he started giving his, he went on a war that was unsuccessful. He became sick and then he gets back and he's given his dad's money away and his dad gets mad. And, and then, and then finally he starts to go up, uh, up to the caves to pray. And as he's praying and then he experiences, according to Bonaventure, the, the life of Fra uh, Francis and life of Christ, it was the, 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 uh, the witnessing of the cross of Jesus just moved into Francis and it became compassionate mercy, compassion. And it, it never left him. It was a feeling that was spiritual that was with him his whole life, but he wasn't fully converted. And so he's down on the plains and as the legend goes, and it's a legend that, and he, he had this abhorrence or of lepers. He couldn't used to, hold his nose and they'd never you know everything and here he is on the plane as the story goes he's on a horse he's still not fully conver converted and he's riding along and the horse kind of balks and stops and here's a, a leper standing in front standing in front of the horse you know and francis just revulsed at that he's he, now remember he's he's only partially converted even after that apparition of the cross he's not fully converted and he he uh, he goes to turn the horse around, and he and all of a sudden the infusion of the compassion of Jesus on the cross touches his heart and his mind, and he gets down off of the horse, and he he runs up and he kisses the leper on on his on his mouth, and he turns around, he gets back up on the horse, the horse, and he looks to see the leper. And the, and, was it, and the story says the leper's gone because the leper was Christ. And from that moment on, he went through a major dimension of his conversion. And he went to the leprosarium and he started to wash the feet and bathe the lepers at the leprosarium. Mercy work. Mercy work. Beautiful. It is beautiful. So when we talk about that, let me read that quote from from the Canticle of the Sun right? by St. Francis of Assisi. So it's towards the last kind of stanza, and it says, Happy those who endure in peace, for by you, Most High, they will be crowned. Be praised, my Lord, through our sister bodily death, from whose embrace no living person can escape. Woe to those who die in mortal sin. Happy those she finds, she, our sister bodily death, right? She finds doing your most holy will. The second death can do no harm to them. Right. Wow. So it's the, yeah. So it's the exactly this when, when we're dying to ourselves, when we go through those deaths, that second death, the final death, when we actually die, stop our heart stops beating and we stop breathing at the end of this life, that death will do us no harm. Right. Yeah. Because we're already living in the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Is it? We shoot straight to heaven. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Again, quoting Babsy Bleasdale, heaven's nothing or death is nothing but a change of address. Right? <laughs> That's really it, right? Because you're already living in the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah.
It is. So it's a different, it's a different way to approach the day, you know, because I think society and even just the commercials that we're bombarded with, whether it's on TV or on social media, it's constantly, essentially the essence of it is how are you going to please yourself? Right. Yeah. How are you going to mm -hmm. please yourself? And whether it's by eating this or eating that or driving this or driving that or brushing your teeth with this yeah. or with that or whatever it is, whatever the case might be, how are you going to please yourself? You it's know? all self-fulfillment apart from the work of grace. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. will be in charge. I will take this. I will. I will. I will. And it's a self-centeredness that's a, that it becomes a block to the, the power of the cross changing our life and letting us experience in our mind the light and the knowledge and the power of the resurrection of Jesus, even now, before Absolutely. we go, yeah. we change our address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So am I going to be self-centered or am I going to be yeah. Christ-centered? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when, when if I'm self-centered, then when, when I stop, yikes right but yeah. if i'm christ-centered like then we live forever right? yeah our lives yeah. are hidden in christ as paul would say you know yeah. so it's beautiful stuff it's a it's a flip to how we're uh, it's a paradigm shift right it's a paradigm yeah. shift for what we're oh it is what we're geared towards and what society tells us and mm -hmm. you know how are you going to please yourself how you're going to accomplish your agenda yeah. today right and instead, yeah. how am I going to be a conduit of grace? How am I going to be instead of focusing necessarily on how am I going to, uh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to be in what I do? Exactly. You know, yeah. so they're connected. How am I going to be what, what I do? And, and if I have the interior vision for the death and resurrection of Jesus, which we call as we're heading ready, getting ready for the high holy days in Easter, the Paschal mystery, the uh, Vatican Council, too, the many, many teachings there are all about the deepening. Uh, somebody said, I think it was, if you, if you really, in a sense, uh, love Vatican Council, too, and its focus on, because it, it articulates the spirituality of the Paschal mystery for today, if you love that, and if you really embrace that, you're going to like some of the things that Pope Francis wants you to do to serve the poor, to reach out to others, to to pray more, to, to in a sense, uh, have mercy and compassion in your relationships with others. Yeah, it's making me it's making me think about the Beatitudes, right? That's our attitude in being, you yeah. know, yeah. it's that that's a good pattern. That's a good um, eight step process to. To death to self. Yeah, right? one author calls it the it calls it the uh, the spiritual building program of life in the kingdom. The Beatitudes, Jesus's it's, spiritual program well, in the New Testament, the New Covenant for life in the Spirit and by uh, and for uh, uh, living in the kingdom and growing in holiness and saintliness, blessedness. Um, I'll just read these because this is from. From Matthew chapter 5, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. 
Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So you see in wow. that, you see in those, right? It's eight yeah. very um, <clears throat> different facets of death to self. Yeah, so so I, w- I was thinking when that you did those, read those, and if we cooperate with the grace that we receive in our baptism and in in our growth as we mature as 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 faith commitment and believers, how about the practicality of all this? What you know, what does this feel like? What does this mean when we in, embrace the cross, embrace the Christian way of life, embrace becoming a new man and woman in Christ? You know. What are the practical things that happen to us that we can identify? What are the practical things that aid this fruitfulness and this transformation? Things that aid the dying to self? You're asking, what are the things that aid? Yeah, what are the practical ways in which we go through this in cooperating with the grace of the work of the grace in our life, you know, that is centered in love and compassion, relationship, uh, service, mercy work in the kingdom, you know, uh, doing those types of things that make us whole and healthy in our spiritual life, in our human and spiritual integration of our life's journey. You know, I th- the first thing that comes to mind for me, maybe you have something in mind, but the first thing that comes to mind for me is um, is kind of like the practicing the presence of God sort of yeah. thing. You know, it's I've been aware of, because I've been doing this way of eating where you eat six smaller, five smaller, one one little bit bigger, but times throughout the day. And, and as you're doing that, um, there's a, become a, a rec- becomes a recognition for me that that just like our our body needs that okay it's still coming okay it's still coming you're still getting nutrition you're still getting nutrition in order to be able to burn fat right or else it's going like whoops better store you know better <laughs> better keep this stuff not giving it up not going to burn any fat but yeah. when we know it's still coming i i you know i'm still going to be filled up essentially it's been making me think of cuz i always think that um often think the physiological is metaphorical for the spiritual so it's had me reflecting on that how we need that constant prayer throughout the day so it's constantly like practicing the presence of god and tapping into that sense of yeah him being present to me and being present to him who is present to me and you know and that kind of thing so i'm constantly being filled up so that i can constantly like be have that sense of i'm taken care of and so i can I can pour out. Yeah, there's more I coming. Can, there's more coming. Conserve. There's, there's more. Yeah, yeah there's right. More. It's gonna. So I, as I've thought that, yeah, it's not sufficient to to eat once a day for for most <laughs> of us. It's not sufficient to or once a week, right? Mass on Sunday. It's we need that constant in order to to really be able to function in a healthy way. Yeah. In the spiritual life. Another another practical thing is personal prayer. I mean, uh, I got I heard that Father Francis Martin he was he was he was a a, a, a contemplative person 
in the Benedictine tradition. And he went to Madonna House, uh, Baroness de Hoke, or the Donna House up in Canada. And he used to uh, live there five days by himself as a hermit. And then he'd come down to the main complex and talk with people and do spiritual direction. And eventually he got into Washington, D.C., and he joined up with the Mother of God Covenant community, and he became a teacher in the John Paul II Institute. Well, he spent a couple of years at Steubenville at Franciscan. And one of the things that that he, he said would always say, he would say a frequent prayer time is absolutely essential to growing in this process of transformation and the grace of the Lord. And he would—he—he he was a goal line kind of guy, you know. He would really always want to run a challenge you on. And he says, as 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 he would talk about the practicalities of, of of he would say, prayer is hard work. Personal prayer is hard work. He'd say. He says, don't think you're just going to sit down and then all the all the joys of heaven are going to be poured out upon you. He says that's <laughs> not going to happen, you know. He says, you know, prayer is hard work, but as you go to the chapel or get off in the woods or or uh, in your room or something you may pick up a scripture pick up the word take a passage or something and dwell on it a little bit and then and then kind of listen listen you just listen and then what happens is the holy spirit starts to speak through your human faculties and a communion and a communication conversation communion communication and union these dimensions start to gradually grow and at first it's dry and it's hard and it's difficult and we get we after 10 minutes we're ready to go out and play ball you know or something like that but when you stay with it when you stay with it the fruit of the 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 beautiful fruit of a, of of a practical time of prayer just does a wonderful thing and there's many times there's consolation and uh, gradually we learn to listen to the lord speak to us through inspiration through maybe locutions words or just senses or words and or from the scripture and and then uh, as we continue that we mature in experiencing and tasting it's like a an apple on an apple tree if you take an apple and it's still green and you bite into it it's sour but if you wait until it gets that little red gloss on it and you take that apple when it's right and you bite into it, oh, it's it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and that's the way it is with prayer, symbolically speaking. You know, as we grow and mature, God gives us more grace. We mature, mature. He reveals more of himself, self-communication yeah. to us. And, it, and then our life with God and living in the presence of God is a continually daily occurrence in our life, both in prayer and in the work and service and involvements that we have with others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then it becomes it's this um, Father George Kosicki. I was on a retreat that he gave back when I was in the convent, and he would talk about purgative, illuminative, and unitive stages of prayer as they weren't one, and then at some point you cross over into two and now at this late date in my life i'm in three he would talk about there's a constant one two three one two three right so yeah being um purified 
illumined and bring in union, purgation, illumination, union. And, and so he would say, he starts, he almost is like, he's dancing around the chapel. He's going one, two, he's like, it's like a waltz. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> so it's a constant. It's not a one. Yeah. One's over. Yeah. Two, two's over. Right. So I, I look at that as like the dying to self. It's the, 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 dying to self and experiencing that new life dying to self and experiencing the new life dying to self it's not a like okay i'm done with dying to myself and now i'm all in <laughs> new life i mean there's just always more yeah. it's the nature of being a human being and but speaking of nature uh walking in the woods in the springtime in beautiful places beautiful scenes pictures and even the technology on the, the sunsets and stuff like that all those things help and aid us in mm -hmm. growing in that continual fruitfulness in prayer and uh, in in our relationship with the lord and with ourselves and also it, it enhances the way in which we're kind and compassionate in our relationships with others as well prayer is really at yeah. the heart of of that in many ways you know yeah. I find music is helpful to me in that, like it can draw me, draw me in and yeah. good, even if it's Christian music, just, you know, not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily music at mass. Like, yes, that, that, but sometimes just, um, Christian, like even if it's pop music or whatever, it's just, it's all kind of breaking down different concepts from scripture. Yeah. And, and a lot of times because of the music, not just the lyrics, but the music can kind of help my mind stay with the lyrics which most often are yeah. scripture or scripture based you know and so then you're you're kind of led into this kind of holds that note the notion whatever the words are in your mind right so you, and in your heart yeah. so you can like ponder them a little bit longer and you know you know and then the 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 eucharist is so central to that. It's interfacing personal prayer with Eucharist. Boy, there's a crossover back and forth, back and forth. It's life, life-giving, dynamic. And the Eucharist takes on much more meaning. And the celebration just draws us more deeply into the, a, a union with the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, with our brothers and sisters. And then when you you could do those things, you know, as, as as occasionally or as frequently as you can, and you're building. Then, then gradually, really notice the joy, the spiritual joy that comes from all that, and the fruitfulness in our our attitudes, in human relationships, our kindness, our willingness to serve in practical ways, our care of people who are unfortunate, and reaching out and extending ourselves, and what we're actually doing is by doing what Jesus did, what, we're, what Jesus has given us, what we're doing is we're actually becoming like him in a very special way. And when we, when we reach out to others, we can bring that love of the Lord in our heart, in the little things that we do, taking care of the kids, going shopping, you know, doing in the woods, doing things that are, or, you know, walking and hiking or, you know, boating, whatever it is that you could do, or watching beautiful uh, programs that have beautiful uh, sunset type things in them. And, you know, uh, uh, we, with our camera on our iPhones, we take pictures of things that are beautiful. All of that is just a continual dynamism 
that comes from the Lord's mercy and compassion and tenderness and kindness to us because he loves us so very much. Yeah, so it's the experiencing those things you're talking about, being in nature and witnessing beauty and things, seeing them all as gift, right? Seeing them all as gift, experiencing yeah. them all as gift. Right? Oh, yeah. And because then that draws our hearts into that place of gratitude. Festivals yeah. of praise, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh... Good stuff, Father. Good stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's it's interesting. There's a um, friend of mine and said to her once, what are you doing today? And she's like, just trying to die. Just trying to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's good. I like that. I like yeah. that. You know, it's <laughs> just trying to die. Trying to die. Yeah, because our nature many times is so uh, to the opposite. What's the always the self, 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 right. and and Assert you itself, talk about the dying know? and the death to self. That's what goes on in yeah. all these things. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think I honestly think for me anyway, like the humor in that and the and finding the humor and the irony of that and like it's motivating to me right? Because it's, it's this paradigm shift and it's like, causes me to pause and go, that's kind of funny, but like, Hey, how about that? You know? Yeah. And so instead of being aggravated by it or frustrated by it or, or whatever with the circumstances of that are affording me this fantastic opportunity for death and why am I not seeing it? You know? Yeah. So it helps <laughs> me kind of laugh at it and, and laugh at myself. And when I can do that can be a lot better sport with the whole death notion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> and boy there's a lot there's there are a lot of opportunities packaged into each day yeah how about that isn't yeah. that wonderful sure <laughs> <laughs> say tongue in cheek but really from a spiritual perspective it is you yeah. know it's just and you get out of bed in the morning you know that's already provided for it. Uh, and sometimes <laughs> it's painful to get you know it's not it's not yep. always easy to die. It's not. A, it's those little selfishnesses and things are deep in us. And uh, boy, uh, uh, the, we can ad identify with the with the the death of Jesus and the oneness of that and the cross. And we we really, in a sense, know that. But what there's always that tinge of feeling of the grace of mercy that's with us in the transforming power of the Holy Spirit within us. Actually, it's a foretaste of heaven. Yeah. You know? You know, I mean, how many times do we talk about in this in our podcasts about that we're made for connection, we're not made for isolation, we're not made to be alone? So let me just, like, in the light of that, read that scripture. Let me get it. John 12, 24. Let me read it again. So, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. And we're wow. not supposed to be alone, right? We're made yeah. for communion. Yeah, but we if it dies, it bears much fruit, right? Yeah. So then there's that that connection creates that climate for and the human level to one to mm -hmm. another. Yeah. Right. Right. One of the so things that impresses me is when I over the years, uh, when married couples pray together. They don't have to pray a lot or pray, you know, they have, can have their, but when they sit down together, they pick up the Magnificat or another spiritual book or a little prayer book that they have or a scripture from the word, and they pray together. There is something really beautiful that happens in their relationship 
and fruitfulness when a married couple prays together. It's just glorious. God blesses it because he realizes how hard it is in family life to get that to happen. You know what I mean? So for our listeners, um, just challenge you to the paradigm shift of how are you planning to die today? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How are you planning to die? Not for the sake of dying, but for the sake of bearing much fruit and fruit that fruit that will endure. Yeah. And on the way to heaven, huh? That's it. That's it. So again, we just Father God, we ask you to bless our listeners, ask you to bless each one of us with the grace of your Holy Spirit, by which we're able to, from the grace of our baptism, enter into the daily dyings and not just dyings, knowing that ultimately it's rising with you to new life. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May the Lord give you peace. Thank you for joining me for today's show. Please subscribe and share and check us out on wholenessandholiness.com. Follow and like us on social media. And to learn more about Sacred Heart Healing Ministries, please go to sacredhearthealingministries.com.